This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News, Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. Well, primary season is in full swing in multiple states across the nation. Next Tuesday, May 24th, will be Alabama's primary election in which Alabamians will vote in either the state Democrat or Republican Party in order to narrow down the candidates who will ultimately run for political office in November. Today, several states will be holding their primary election, including North Carolina, Kentucky, Oregon, and Pennsylvania. The Keystone state of Pennsylvania has a very contentious Senate race going on there, much like Alabama does with its open Senate seat. Former President Donald Trump recently made an endorsement in that state for the candidate he wants to win. In Alabama, however, Trump withdrew his endorsement and has yet to issue another. The neighboring state of Georgia will also be holding their primary election next Tuesday with Alabama. They also have a very contentious Republican primary race going on there when it comes to the governor. Alabama Congressman Robert Adderhold is hoping to get a definitive timeline on when the U.S. Space Command will be moving to Huntsville. Adderhold is assuming that there's no more objections to that decision. He asked about the move during a House committee meeting with Air Force Secretary Frank Kendall. Representing northern Alabama, I can personally tell you that Huntsville does have a perfect combination for defense of defense experts, uh, businesses, skilled workers, educational opportunities, and quality of life that will help Space Command accelerate our nation's capabilities into the next generation. Um, I look forward to seeing the GAO uh, report when it's released, uh, as I understand will be any day now. Uh, Mr. Secretary, let me address this question to you. Assuming for this question that the GAO report does not recommend overturning the uh, original basing decision, Can you briefly explain the process for reaffirming the basing decision and the timeline to stand up Space Command in Huntsville? Uh, We're all hoping to move forward with the final decision as quickly as we can. Uh, We do need to see the final reports uh, and and assess those. And then the the normal process at this point would be we have picked a preferred location uh, and some uh, acceptable alternatives, basically, a total of, I think, six. And so we need to do under the NEPA process an evaluation of environmental impacts and so on, as well as look at some other considerations before we finalize the decision. Normally that process would take uh, on the order of four months total. There would be about three months of which we'd be doing the, the assessments and then another month of uh, public comment. So I'm, I'm very hopeful that one way or the other we get a final decision within the next several months. The question comes from Adderholt after the inspector general from within the U.S. Department of Defense released a report last week. That report approved the process and determining factors that were used by the Air Force to select Huntsville as the headquarters for the Space Command. And the University of Alabama at Huntsville is getting a $20 million grant for research in the use of plasma. Dr. Gary Zank is director of the UAH Center for Space Plasma and Aeronomic Research. Zank spoke with WHNT News. There are going to be um, developments in taking those ideas and creating future, hopefully transformative technologies that will make the world go a, a lot more smoothly than it would otherwise. 
The grant is for a five-year term of research into new technologies that would utilize plasma in everyday life. The whole project will also be collaborating with other researchers at universities like Auburn, Troy, UAB, Alabama A&M, Alabama State University, and the University of South Alabama. Plasma is essentially a mixture of gases with charged particles. A mass shooting that happened in Buffalo, New York, has ties to Alabama now. Mary Craig of Tuscaloosa lost her younger sister in that shooting. 77-year-old Pearl Young was one of the 10 who was killed when an 18-year-old man opened fire on the shoppers. I just feel numb and in shock and unbelief. You know, all that happened to my sister. I know she didn't deserve this. Sister Mary Craig spoke to ABC 3340 News about this devastating loss. She loved her children. She loved her grandchildren. She worked faithfully in her church. She fed the people, the hunger and the needy. She was always there. I just can't understand what type of person could do such crime as that. I have no remorse. Young had stopped at the store just to pick up a few things when the gunman started shooting. Young was one of the first fatalities. Gas has gone up in Alabama and the nation for the fourth straight week. The average price, according to Gas Buddy, is $4.46 per gallon. That is a 50-cent jump from a week prior. So far, there are now only three states with a gas price average that falls below $4. Those states are Georgia, Kansas, and Oklahoma. They're coming in at just barely under four. Prices in those states are hovering at $3.98 per gallon for regular. A statue is coming to Tuscaloosa to honor boxing heavyweight champion Deontay Wilder. The Tuscaloosa Tourism and Sports Facility will be placing the Wilder statue on its property at Jack Warner Parkway. The unveiling will be held on May 25th, which is next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Deontay Wilder is expected to attend the public unveiling. Wilder has held the World Boxing Championship heavyweight title from 2015 to 2020. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, the U.S. Supreme Court has issued a 6-3 ruling on how political campaign money can be spent by the candidate after the election. The ruling benefits Senator Ted Cruz of Texas, who issued the lawsuit. Back in 2018, Cruz loaned his Senate campaign $260,000 from his own money. Cruz then sought to repay himself from the post-election funds. But federal law, which is known as the Bipartisan Campaign Reform Act of 2002, put a cap on that amount at $250,000, and it has to be used within 20 days past the election date. Chief Justice John Roberts wrote in the majority opinion that the law burdens First Amendment electoral speech and limiting the use of post-election funds will inhibit candidates from making such loans in the first place. Cruz said that from the onset, he made the loan to himself with the ultimate goal of challenging that restriction that is made within that particular law. Police in California are now releasing the identity of a shooter who targeted a Laguna Woods church on Sunday. 68-year-old David Chow of Las Vegas, Nevada, went to the Geneva Presbyterian Church for the first time ever, even though he claimed that he had been there before. He then opened fire on 30 to 40 people who were there to attend a luncheon to hear from their former pastor, Billy Chang, who had moved to Taiwan two years ago. Chang was the one who ultimately was killed, but not before he rushed at the shooter with a chair while the shooter was reloading his gun. The Orange County Sheriff spoke about this at a press conference on Monday. 
The suspect was not a regular attendee of that church, and there are no known ties or affiliations with that church other than his appearance there yesterday. During the lunch, the individual involved, the suspect, was able to secure the doors within the church with chains and tried to disable locks within the church with superglue. He started shooting inside the building and five people were wounded by gunshots and Mr. Chang, as I mentioned, lost his life. All the parishioners attending were Asian Americans ranging in age from 66 years old to 92 years old. Two of the victims are a married couple in their mid-80s. Dr. Chang, 52 of Laguna Niguel, took heroic actions that day. In fact, I want to pause and just tell you that Dr. Chang is a hero in this incident. Based on statements from the witnesses and corroborated by other means, it is known that Dr. Chang charged the individual, the suspect, attempted to disarm him, which allowed other parishioners to then intercede, taking the suspect into custody. Without the actions of Dr. Chang, it is no doubt that there will be numerous additional victims in this crime. Unfortunately, after Dr. Chang tackled the suspect, he was hit by gunshots and he was pronounced deceased at the scene. The Geneva Presbyterian Church is comprised of a lot of retired Taiwanese immigrants with an average age of 80. As stated earlier in this report, Pennsylvania has a similar heated political race when it comes to their Senate seat and the Republican primary that's going on. Dave McCormick, Dr. Mehmet Oz, and Kathy Barnett are almost in a three-way tie and having a showdown to become the Republican candidate for that race. Today, primary voting is underway. McCormick is a West Point graduate, a Gulf War combat veteran, and former hedge fund executive. Kathy Barnett is also former military and a conservative political commentator who has surged in popularity as of late due to her comments made in a recent candidate debate. And Mehmet Oz is a celebrity physician who hosted the Dr. Oz show for years. He also holds dual citizenship in the U.S. and the country of Turkey. Oz has recently called on Barnett to be banned from running for Senate for expressing Islamophobia. In the past, Barnett has strongly opposed gay marriage and has suggested that Islamic law in Turkey has loopholes that permits pedophilia by allowing girls as young as nine years of age to marry. Oz called Barnett's stance on these two issues as disqualifying for her to run in the Republican primary. When it comes to this state race, former President Donald Trump recently endorsed Dr. Oz. Remember North Carolina Congressman Madison Cawthorn? Well, he's the youngest serving congressional member at the age of 26. Cawthorn has come under fire in the past few months for comments he made on podcasts about the debauchery that goes on in Washington, D.C. among congressional members. That includes the accusation of drug use and unbridled sexuality. Now, former President Donald Trump is weighing in on Cawthorn's re-election bid in 2022, Trump took to social media praising Cawthorn for his toughness in the face of a traumatic lower body injury that has paralyzed him since he was 18 years old. Trump then said that the congressman has made some mistakes lately, but did have a good start to his first year in Congress and deserves a second chance. A recall has been made by candy maker Mars Wrigley for possible tiny metal strands in some of their products. Mars Wrigley is recalling their Skittle gummies, Starburst gummies, and Lifesaver gummies 
due to the presence of the thin metal strands in the bag or possibly embedded in the gummy itself. The Chicago-based candy maker is working with retailers to get those products pulled from store shelves and is advising anyone who purchased the candy to throw it away. Any more questions on the issue can be offered at mars.com backslash contact us. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. You won't want to miss out on Right Side Radio as host Phil Williams talks about the recent documentary, 2000 Mules. All right. Interview with the post-millennial. Post-millennial interviewed um, Dinesh D'Souza uh, and, um, on May 15th, which would be Saturday. And it says, why do you think it's important, they asked him, why do you think it's important to keep concerns about election integrity with the 2020 election before the public? And he says, well, the events that, you know, they're unprecedented in American history. He says, the idea that it could have been potential coordinated fraud in all of the battleground states of such a magnitude sufficient to put the Biden in, put Biden in the White House, he said, I cannot think of anything equivalent in all of modern history or even in all of American history. And here's what he said, too. He said, when I first started this project, I was thinking, okay, we got to tell the truth. And we got to try to make sure it doesn't happen again. He said, but as I got into it, I became less satisfied with the idea that we need to just move on. It became more important to me that we digest and think hard about what has actually happened because it's not a simple matter just dusting off our hands and fixing it next time. And I agree. I mean, we, we cannot go, dang, all right, well, whatever, frick. I wish my guy had won. I hate the way they did that thing over in Georgia or in Pennsylvania or in Arizona. Shouldn't have been that way. No. We need to learn the lessons and not let this crap happen again. You can find more of that podcast at rightsideradio.org. Remember, if you're enjoying the Daily Detail and benefit from the reports, if you go to the main page of Daily Detail on either Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can drop me a five-star rating. That'll help get the word out and promote this podcast. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again on Wednesday. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 